Welcome to the most electric show in business entertainment. Uh, what we're doing today is obviously we're going to have a competition. Who's going to win, right? Top founders going against each other. Top VCs. Who's going to be prime time? Title belt might be given out at the end. Maybe. Uh, what we're going to do today, we usually subjectively vote, right? Tyler and I kind of vote and see who wins, and it's, it's a little crooked at times. But we're going to leave it to you. So uh, Slido, we're going to use Slido. If you could bring up the, the Slido, slido.com. You guys, you could vote on your phone. So after every question, you could vote on who wins. Mac is obviously trying to get your, uh, your vote already. So four questions, we're going to have a vote after every question, uh, see who has the best answer. And then two will make it into the finals, and one's going to be the primetime champ. This is a big day, big night, big night. All right? You guys all ready? Are we all good? I think we are. All right. Let's just jump right into this, guys. I have my notes right here too, Jenny. So we're good. We're ready to go. Uh, Jenny, we're going to start off with you. But uh, let's see. Ooh, fun flex. What is your fund's investment thesis and strategy? And how and why does it stand out amongst other funds? Humble brags are welcome. Jenny, we're going to have you start it off. Show in the hall in the best way. You've lost the most, but you've been on the show the most. You I you are like, like yeah. I have lost the most. Yes, uh, but I made the finals the most. So you've you've also won. So you are also a champion. But tell us about your fund. Why you're the best? Uh, while Jenny was in the womb, I was building startups, <laughs> <laughs> and I built uh, five startups. Uh, the majority of them failed, uh, so I got my ample amount of scar tissue and muscle memory building companies. Kind of fell in love with that product market fit stage. Uh, Pre-product market fit stage of the business, and uh, uh, started investing in and around, around that stage. stage. Uh, uh, was lucky to be part of some big, uh, some big rides like Uber and Airbnb. Uh, started the fund 12 years ago. Uh, we have some great New York companies like Attentive, Alloy, X-Wing, Ironox, Box, Owlet, uh, and more to come. But uh, we are always investing when the shit is really hard. Pre-product market fit, and I say my number one job is that of a therapist. Uh, being a seed investor, so that's me. All right, I like that. Uh, if we could turn up the volume just a little bit, guys, it, uh, or Josh is just scream, whatever it is. But uh, Josh, tell us about oceans. Tell us about you know what makes you special and your fun. So uh, not too different than the Holland Mole, which means that when you were in the womb, I had had my first exit. And uh, we, uh, I'm a New Yorker, born and raised. Uh, we are a five-person fund. We do seed and pre-seed. We're all. Uh, our belief is that the future of venture has got to be operator-led, and we followed this young man on uh, that journey. But uh, my partner Stephen was the president of Foursquare. Had sold his company to Apple. My partner Glenn was the head of people at Google and Facebook, and hired 12,000 people. My partner Sarah ran operations at an NLP company, and my partner Brian ran uh, Time Warner's uh, merger and acquisition group and bought about $3 billion worth of startups teaching a print company how to be 
digital, and then I helped open up Facebook New York uh, with six people in a Regis space, which means that I'm old. But that Regis, for you youngins, is called WeWork. Um, there was no one there. There was zero dollars in revenue, and we grew it from, I guess, when I started my the, the U.S. goal for Facebook was 11 million. When I left, it was 11 million an hour. Um, we grew the team from six in New York to 3,000, and 275 to 15,000. In uh, less than nine years. Pretty good. It's pretty good. That's not bad. No, are those Auburns? No, they're not. They're actually my son bought me these RSUs from his future life, I guess. Uh, Mac, you are the most popular VC in the world right now. Uh, let's let's talk about it. I mean, what do you got? What, tell us about your fun. If, if anyone hasn't seen the 20 minute VC or heard it, uh, you know, probably most downloaded. I am a solo GP uh, running, running Rare Breed Ventures. We invest in Rare Breed founders everywhere and anywhere. So we believe that there are exceptional, talented founders everywhere. So we invest primarily in companies outside of Silicon Valley, New York, and Massachusetts. We'll still invest in those areas opportunistically, but the bulk of our deals come from elsewhere doing pre-seed to seed investments. And the thing that makes our fund unique, one, we're based out of Baltimore. Uh, I don't know how many people here can raise their hands and tell me about another fund raised out of Baltimore, but I'll give you two, NEA and Greenspring Associates. NEA is one of the top premier funds in the world. Two other founders are from Baltimore. Their actually first office was in Baltimore. One of the founders of NEA is the son of one of the, found, the founder, one of the founders of Greenspring is the son of one of the founders of NEA. Their offices are literally right down the street from my house. I am building a fund on the shoulder of giants in a little city in the Northeast called Baltimore, Maryland. And we invest in exceptional founders in a like a company like Beauty By Me. It's a company out of Memphis, Tennessee creating real-time manufacturing for the beauty industry. What does that mean? That means they can make nail polish in any color, true to form, from a color wheel or a picture. They can also do lipstick, foundation, and concealer. So for all you ladies, take a picture of your face, get a concealer or foundation, your skin tone, true to form, every time. Men as well. Uh, I do subscribe to men wearing makeup because I'm also an investor in a men's makeup brand called Faculty World. Uh, one of the founders is based out of Toronto. The other one happens to be in New York, and they're both black young men, one with green hair and one with a do-rag. Can you guess which one is which? And that's why Rare Breed is going to be amazing, is going to change the game. I think so. I think everyone sees it. We're going to open up the voting. This is more like a popularity contest, this first vote. You know, that's fine. But we're going to open also up uh, a little banter as people are voting. We're going to give it a minute of banter. Vote on Slido. Uh, who has the best pitch as a uh, VC? If you haven't got the Slido, it's right there. But Mac, you think you get one of these guys on 20 Minute VC or anything like that? Can you help him out? I mean, I could always DM Harry. He's always like, we talk on Twitter all the time. But I immensely respect everybody up here on the panel. So I wanted to give you your flowers now before I take the belt later. So uh, <laughs> thank you for being here so everybody can see me. Mac's the best. That's that the you know smack talk so you got nothing all right we got good? nothing we're gonna we move got on? nothing except the Ravens are gonna lose tonight that's all to the, to the Dolphins <laughs> two is not even that's all playing. I got I just threw him completely off was, kilter yeah. yeah he's now totally off balance you should have said it before the voting was you know in. but uh, <laughs> uh, we're looking at Tyler and this is the first time we're doing the voting right now How, how's uh, I feel like we get to our heads yeah that's okay if we're not well I I know I'm probably in but if I weren't, somebody vote for Jenny right now on slide out. Um, let's let's close that. Yeah. It's all right. What do, we, what do we got, Tyler? We're closing this out. Anybody in the lead? 
Vote for somebody that doesn't have like uh, scripts in front of them with answers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look down once. I didn't look down once. Uh, but this I promise you she will be. Gotta show up. So All we're right. usually on Zoom, so you can use the second screen to look at your notes and stuff. Can't do that today. All right. I think I think that if this doesn't work, I'm just gonna start calling the points, and you know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's whoever's giving me money on the side or whatever it is. Nice <laughs> socks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Not you. Josh is uh, in the lead, but uh, looks like Mac took the first round. Uh, all right, Mac. Proud of you, Mac. Thank you. I'm proud thank of you. you. We got we got three more rounds until the finals. I know. All right. I know. All right, so let's kick it into the second uh, question here, all right? Hot sectors, Nadal. Hot sectors, what the f is Web.3? Web3? I don't even know how to say it, to be honest, 3.0. Right? Web3.0, right? Oh, jeez. I should start off with you, right? What is, what is Web3? This is an honest question. I just have no idea. Uh, I, I have somewhat of an idea, but I'm mo mostly asking it because I want to learn about it. And I think a lot of other people want to learn about it. It's obviously changing the game, and everybody's talking about who's smarter than me. So, uh, I understand NFTs, crypto, Dogecoin, Shino Ebas, and stuff like that, I guess is part of it. Uh, we're going to start off with Nahal. Uh, you seem very emphatic about it, and you have Nahal.ether and all this other good stuff. Give, give, us, give us your best definition. Let's talk about it, why it's going to change the game, why it's so special. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, blockchain's been around for a little while, but now there's real momentum, uh, real developers building on the decentralized internet. So I'd say the best summary of Web3 is uh, Web2 is when kind of incentives create you and your actions. Um, Web3 is when you actually create the incentives. And so everybody is part of the same collective organization, and they share in the upside of that organization. Right? The best example, the easiest, most tangible example, raise your hand if you own Bitcoin or Ethereum or any crypto. Right? A bunch of folks. As more people buy it, obviously the value goes up. Right? That is a fundamental kind of uh, you know, position of, of Web3. Yesterday, you might have gotten airdropped. I know Jenny didn't, but you, people, people that were on top of the .eth uh, domain might have gotten airdropped um, some tokens, and that's because they created a DAO, which essentially meant that they gave people who got the, uh, their ETH domain early more influence, and then they gave tokens to folks pro rata on influence. Um, so it's, it's, it's an incredible new concept. We're still trying to figure out what that means. But uh, as an investor, we think there's going to be a Google Web3, a Facebook Web3, a Twitter Web3, an Amazon Web3, that there's a whole other cohort of massive companies that are built on the decentralized internet. That's why we're, we're excited about it. Mac, what, he's missing anything? Uh... No, he's not missing anything. But really, when you think about Web3.0 or any of these concepts or any like your favorite companies you think today, you can think of them on a life cycle of, somebody going into middle school and then coming out of high school, right? So every seven years, we see this cycle of there's going to be a new massive social media, dating, whatever. And so for Web 3.0, we're just at that inflection point now, but it's all being powered by crypto and by the power of people, right? That is why, you know, I'll shout out a company in our portfolio. Uh, used to be called Scholar Me, now it's going to be transitioning their name to PATH which used to be a platform to help students to plan and pay for college. They are now looking to be the largest neobank for Gen Z consumers, and they're offering um, their constituents uh, a credit card that's powered by a stable coin. And so as you use it, instead of getting points, you get tokens. But those tokens equal to value in the company. Imagine every time you swipe your credit card, you got stock in that company. That's essentially what they're building, right? And that goes to when the hall was talking about the collective is now is now getting some of the uh, incentives to us. And so that's really what we're seeing in Web 3.0.
And I'm really excited for not just Web 3.0, but what's all the infrastructure going to be to support it? And what does it look like? What comes after Web 3.0? What's Web 4.0 look like? Jenny, what do you there think? There actually is a company where you get stock called Stock Perks, and you like get shares of. So it exists. Yeah. Okay. So basically, um, data. So we're decentralizing data, and we're getting our privacy back. And what does that mean? And why is it exciting? is because we're gonna now own our own content and we're gonna own our own websites and no one can really force us to take stuff down. The problem and where it gets a little bit tricky is censorship. So illegal posts, like hate, hate speech, stuff like that, it's like no central person can just like, just take that off the internet or take it off blockchain or whatever. But there's gonna be a lot more anonymity. So think about being on Amazon, wearing your MetaMask and checking out using Ethereum or like liking Nahal's post from like a hidden wallet. So it's like, it's really weird. It's like a weird, different area of life. DAOs, um, Nahal mentioned it, but just to like, just to clarify, it's basically instead of having CEOs and C-suite execs uh, make decisions about structural changes of a company and like voting on a company, you're gonna have members of a DAO voting on structural changes based on the number of tokens they have. So there's so many moving pieces and a lot happening, not at all at the same time, but it's gonna be exciting to watch. Sounds good, you guys are good. This is, this is very informative, I'm getting this. Uh, Josh? So <laughs> we bet on platforms, right? Like our, our careers have been built on platforms. Google, Apple, Facebook, uh, that's our team. Um, there's gonna be a lot of people making money. Web 3.0 right now, smells like an unfettered amount of liquidity married up with a generation of people who have seen the greatest bull market in the history of time. So there's going to be a roller coaster. There are people going to lose their shirt. There are going to be people that are killing it. But our belief is that we're going to invest in platforms like that, that app that we invested in. Um, for us, you know, we're, we want to see it really grow. Um, you know, you bring up a great point. Uh, to be candid, everyone, you know, I, I come from Facebook. It's like black licorice. Some people love it. Some people hate it. But what they do know is that there's a throat to choke when something gets broken. In the decentralized world, the thing that we learned at Facebook very early on was it's all good until society starts using it improperly. Uh -huh. So, you know, it all looks cute now, but I can promise you it is going to get really ugly. And the thing that we say is, like, you know, how do you protect the user? How do you protect the investor? And how do you protect the platform? Um, that's going to require a lot of stuff that doesn't exist today. So we're really kind of looking at it patiently. Um, and focusing candidly in other areas while everyone's running around throwing the, all their interest into an area that we think there's going to be one or two platforms that really rise up over time. But for now, it's, it's you know, I mean, I have a 17-year-old who's up 380%. He doesn't even know what that means, right? So that just basically, you know, tomorrow's movie night is the big short for the family. So everyone's got to see what happens when the, when the walls come crumbling down. So just kind of, I would just say for everybody, as you do this, think about kind of like th this party will end. Just make sure you're, you're getting off at the right time. Okay. Take it for the guy from Meta to be the Debbie Downer. <laughs> Meta's the place you're going to be able to hang your NFTs. Don't hate. O open up the polls. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. But the polls are open. Uh, I mean, how long are we talking about this? Is like, I mean, you're telling me it's now, but when am I going to actually feel it and, and, and like see it? You know. I, I actually posted on Twitter today, picks and shovels of peeps developing like DAOs. There's so many different. Just, like, there's so much different shit. Like, okay, think about this. Imagine if you, if you were on, imagine a cap table and you get tokens based on how much of a value add of a VC you are to a founder. Like, 
everyone, every VC is helpful and adds value, but like if you actually had to work for it and show yeah, tokens, I'd, I'd like, monetize that shit out of that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that would be whack. Uh, it feels like 95, 96 of the internet, you know, mm -hmm. or like 2000, 2001 on mobile. It's like a wild, wild west right now, but there's some big, some big shit happening, yeah. you know. I, I mean, I made my first hundred grand on pop unders, which is like the only we knew yeah. that, right? I mean, like yeah. this is, I, I would just say like there is chaos, and in chaos people will be capitalists, um, and I just you know, the, the, it is going to be the next web, the next mobile, the next social, but like you know, on behalf of the person that was a capitalist back then and bought my, my girlfriend a house and a ring with it, like it, it's, you know, there's just you got to have patience and you have to have endurance and you better be prepared to lose a lot. Yeah, the, the good news is it's all liquid, you know, uh, for the most part right now. I mean, that airdrop yesterday it seemed like a scam, but folks you, can you convert it. Do you guys hear about the airdrop? Because Fo folks can convert it to cash right away. So if you if you got your if you got your I'm doing it to rub, rub it in because she doesn't have one yet. Yeah. The ENS domain, you can get your own name eth. So what's that I'm, website though? Give like uh, just Google like ENS domains, um, and basically um, think of it as a decentralized GoDaddy. And so this is your unique Web3 address. And in Web3, your address basically is your wallet. Uh, and instead of a crazy hexanumerical 16-digit code, I'm Nahal.eth. So everybody, send me some Bitcoin. My address is Nahal.eth. Um, and so anyway, anybody who got this domain yesterday magically got these tokens. And um, I was on the... Uh, I was on the phone with, sorry, Jenny. All right, sorry. Um, you, didn't, didn't you make money yesterday, or? Uh, yeah. Because I, I don't think anyone heard about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Humble brag. No, I was, on, I was on a Zoom with, uh, like, a very well-respected investor on, on Tuesday night who didn't know about it. He logged in, and he had bought, like, 10 of these domains for 10 years. And uh, as he was doing this, he's a very Web2 investor. We played like the Curb Your Enthusiasm music because he was like trying to figure out like his pass key and this and that. And then uh, he shared his screen and it turned out like 100 grand was in his wallet, just airdrop, just like, just like that. So anyway, it's crazy. For ENS, there's two trillion of treasury basically in this, uh, in this DAO. And they just literally distributed less than half of it to all the users. And it's, it's real money. I mean, it's crazy. Well, Nahal was saying that he bought Jenny.eth already, so he's going to sell it back to her. So that, that's interesting. Nahal won the round. Nahal won wow. the round. So that's a big round. Nice. Mac and Nahal, we're all doing this off percentage, too. So you, you still have some points on the table. So you, you guys are fighting right there, okay? Uh, let's go into predictions. Cue the video. Look at that. Look at this prediction over here. I don't know what that is. Uh, what investment sectors will surprise us in 2022? Uh, feel free to shout out any companies in that sector that you're look that we should all look out for. But you know, w what is 2022 going to look like, and what uh, investment sectors are there? Mac, grocery delivery. Grocery delivery. Uh, fastest growing company in our portfolio is a company by the name of Buffalo Market. They've raised money three times this year. We'll probably raise a fourth. They have booked over 100 million in GMV for next year, and they're just trying to keep up with it. Why? All they do is they create a network of delivery trucks. So a lot of these small brands deliver their own products to grocery stores. Gives a little bit more love and care. Get to see the shelf space. Well, they're creating a network of those so that all these brands can work together to get better delivery, better care. And then they're also partnering with another uh, company in our portfolio called Para, which helps gig drivers better manage all the different uh, gig work that they do. Well, they added in a piece called work. So now one of those gig drivers can drive by a grocery store and take a picture 
of the shelf to be able to show what the inventory is in real time, something that these folks have never had access to. And just for context, grocery, uh, the grocery market in California alone is an $86 billion market. I like those numbers. Good numbers. Good numbers. GoPuff did pretty well. Uh, Josh. I was just about to say, I hope GoPuff buys all that from you. Uh, listen, while everyone's focusing on that, we're in low-code, no-code space, right? That's a big play for us. We just uh, had a deal with uh, Play. They took some money from first round. I think it was like $9 million. Then we had uh, Matic took 10 from Andreessen that we helped incubate. Um, look, the, the low-code space, I mean, I just remember a day back when you were in the womb where people were making code for apps. I mean, it's just like this wasted energy. No engineer wants to do it. It doesn't scale. Everybody needs it. The idea that you have to make an app from scratch is kind of like mind-blowing that it still exists and it's cross-platform. So we're, we're really investing a lot in that as more in the channel of future work because we just believe that people don't have time for that. And, then, and it just it's, it scales to the hundreds of millions of customers uh, over, almost overnight. So we're seeing that with Play. We're seeing that with Matic. Um, and we have a couple others that are, are in uh, stealth mode, but we're very bullish on the future work side of that with the low code space. Pitch pages. We talk to Tyler. I know Tyler over there is in that. Uh, who, who's next? So we got uh, Nahal. Let's go over to Nahal. Crystal Ball, what do you got? 2022. Yeah, I feel like uh, climate tech is just on the verge. Yeah. Uh, everybody's talking about it. Um, obviously, at the high level, you have companies like uh, you know Tesla, uh, Solar City, um, but there's a ton of innovation happening. Um, on the entry level with developers right now. So we have a company in our portfolio called Bedrock Ocean. And uh, actually what they do is they're, they're trying to map the entire ocean floor. So we don't know actually what two thirds of this planet looks like. We can't even predict the weather, right? And actually a large part of why we can't predict the weather is because we don't know what the ocean looks like. Uh, and so this company is, is using a combination of third party data which is like geo data that's unstructured, not normalized, and their own first party data. They're basically building like SpaceX like torpedoes that they shoot into the ocean to measure pH, to measure temperature, to look at wildlife. And their vision is to literally map the entire ocean. Once we understand the ocean, we can understand a lot more about our planet and how to save it. Um, and so that's the fundamental mission. And by the way, it's actually a good business as well because oil companies and other companies that work uh, in the oceans need this data to figure out you know, what's wrong with their pipeline or, or, or you know, where to go next. And so that's how we're subsidizing uh, the growth. That company's called Bedrock Ocean. That's where the aliens are hanging out too, I hear. It's, it's, There's aliens there too. Yep, so we'll find that. Jenny, what do you think in That was a deal that Nahal didn't share with me and I was still Really nice. Are you sure? Yeah. Sorry. You he gave me like the shitty version for the sky or like whatever. <laughs> that one was yeah. called SpaceX. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go with one that's way more exciting because these are all boring, although climate one I agree, low code I agree, grocery store, I don't know. I don't want people to agree. I like being the contrary, I don't want to say the same thing they're all saying. You got to win around that. Okay guys, I'm ready to win my round. Psychedelics. Ready yeah, for this? I agree. I agree. Okay, 2022. Do you is have the, any? No, I'm just go. Go ahead. No, so, well, here's the thing. Psychedelics. Think about the cannabis industry. Like they were print. Think about those first movers in LeafLink and Ease. They were printing money with CRM and dispensaries and marketplaces. This is the exact same playbook, but for psychedelics. And now all these drugs are being legalized and clinical trials are being approved. 
and all of this data is showing that like ketamine and psilocybin, they are way more effective in treating uh, anxiety and depression than anything else out there. And then if you think about the market size, it's like, raise your hand if you're not Ms. miserable. See, everyone's miserable. That's why the market size is enormous. Everyone could benefit from some psychedelic. Winning over the crowd here, so, you know? So, <laughs> sorry we didn't have booze so, here, you know? So I'm sorry, like, we're gonna get booze later. Free psychedelics on the way out. So listen, guys. Goodie bags. I have the dopest portfolio company that like, I can't, I don't think I can say, but they just raised from the top, top one best investors on the planet. And you're going to hear about it for sure, but it's basically like try some ketamine. And if you haven't heard about it, I will. You will definitely hear about it as soon as that's announced, and I'll post all over. So stay tuned. Well, we now know where she gets all her energy round, from. Open, open the round. Open the round. Where can we get ketamine? Do you have a guy or a girl? You know, there's going to be. It's going to be direct to consumer ketamine. I'm telling you, it is going to 2022. Microdosing, yes. Josh, I, I just you got a ketamine in the, guy. In the spirit of winning the round, the three companies that you named all had massive down rounds or got sold on penny stocks in Canada. So, just as it relates Ooh. to making the money. Okay, I'm just saying the trend of good trend. It's a good the trend. The white space in. Josh wants to make money. Oh, I mean, I'm, I get paid to make money. And, I mean, I, and but, win around. Right, so I can buy ketamine if I need it, but I'm just saying I'm in the business of making money, <laughs> and those businesses are going to. Find companies they can. Uh, Oregon or the internet, that's, or my 17-year-old who's got a stockpile in his closet. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that's free. I already paid the rent, so. After party, after party. You know, Same place we got it, it in the it's, 90s. It's called Special K before now. It's called like, yeah, I got some ketamine, ketamine before the meeting type of thing. See, there we go. You got anything else besides grocery stores, Mac? I mean, it seems like they all didn't like the grocery store thing. That's the I whole love point. grocery stores. I like yeah, investing yeah. Delivery. delivery. I like finding stuff that other people overlook. That's why we do Rare Breed, right? You're a Rare Breed, yes, absolutely. It's, uh, the founder happens to be a Polish immigrant. Okay. It's amazing. It's different. It's different. Do we, uh, do we close this out, Tyler? Uh, Jenny with the ketamine wow. party. There we go. Jenny needed to win that round. Wow. She knew her crowd. That's what that was. I worked really hard for that one. 100% so of the vote with the ketamine, yes. right? Let's try that out. All right. All right. That was a fun round. All right. Let's move into the last question. Uh, Last question, and uh, again, this is going to be on percentages, so if there's a, a, some sort of push here, Tyler's going to give us uh, what, who's, who's in the lead by the percentages. Uh, let's start up uh, big news. Big news. Josh, have you heard? Facebook heard. is changing its name to Meta. Changed my LinkedIn and everything. Yes. Magically. The biggest, is this the biggest news of the year? Uh, and if it's not, what is? Uh, so let's start off with you, Josh. This obviously seems like you know that guy probably. He's a good so, guy. Uh, look, at guy. the end of the day, uh, the first two years of my experience at Facebook, the best engineers in the world would come down with crazy ideas, and I was like, that's nuts. On the second year, I was like, they're the most brilliant people I ever met. So I, I changed my tune to always bet on Zuck's engines, like always. I woke up one day, and there was a thing called feed. Now every product in the world has beaten it. I woke up the next day and they told us we couldn't do mobile because the next platform bet was mobile, right? So like the way I look at Meta, AR and VR is a thing. It's a real thing, it's not going away. On the other end, you got Roblox, you got Minecraft, which is a younger audience. They're gonna meet in the middle. Someone needs to make like a platform for the chaos. This is what we saw back in the day with mobile. What you saw were people making crappy apps with a crappy user experience. If you can build a great platform, all the magic happens. Users can be using the products well. Engineers can code with confidence, 
And if they only had 3.5 billion people, they could run at the platform. It seems like that may be a healthy running start. Jenny, do you agree? Is this the biggest news of the year? Or I mean, yeah, it's major. So here's the thing. It's not super exciting to talk about the virtual world when we've been sitting in front of computers for two years. But also, I've tried those Zoom 2.0. Like, have you guys tried them, the betas, where you like you have a little avatar and it's not that exciting? The novelty wears off pretty fast, at least for the Web 2.0. And you have to really interact with the screen, which isn't that much fun. I think that the announcement, Facebook Meta, it was definitely heightened awareness about the metaverse and was super exciting. But you have to realize that like, we're over, we're more than a decade away from living in a full-fledged virtual world. That there's a ton of time and cost that's going to go into latency and slow internet. So, just chill. But if Roblox and gaming and the explosion of all that is any indication of like what the metaverse is going to look like in other aspects of our lives, then like, of course I'm all in. I'm not going to go against up. You brought up Roblox. My man Max is a big Roblox guy. Yeah. From the start, right? From the IPO. He's I'm pushing that on our show. So that was pretty good. I think we started at 60 and now it's at 90. Yeah. What, I mean, what do you think? What do you think is the, the biggest news of the year? So I think the biggest news of the year goes back to something Josh was mentioning earlier about this crazy bull market we're in. So we're all here because we care about VC and we all care about dollars. Last year, I believe there was 160 unicorns. By the end of Q1, there was 158 already this year. If you want to talk about large rounds, these are rounds of 100 million plus. There was 166 billion put towards large rounds all of last year. By the end of Q3, we were up to 248 billion, right? There's far more money and liquidity in the market, which means there's more funds, which means there's more funds going to companies, which means companies are raising money a lot faster, which also means that the innovation curve is happening quicker. So I do agree with Jenny that the metaverse is going to take time, but as the, in, in the direction the bull market is moving, we're going to see some really interesting things pop up a lot faster. But we also know from, if you look at the way the market moved in 99, going into 2000, it could be a little something on the other side of that. So are we in for a roller coaster? Who knows? We've been in a bull market for almost 15 years, right? right. And that is a great thing. It's a great thing for all of us, which means all the numbers for Rare Breeze portfolios looking great. TVPI at 1.72 in, in less than nine months. I will take the pat on the back for that. But everybody <laughs> else is doing really well as, as well. So let's ride the wave. Let's make some crazy shit happen. And when the bottom falls out, make sure you're holding on for dear life. Yes, make, the, make everybody here a I, unicorn. I, I agree. I mean, the one thing I would say about the time zone, like the time window on that is 2001, 2008, the greatest tech innovation came out of crisis. Uh -huh. We just had the last 18 months with the best engineers in the world bolted in their homes with nothing to do but code and stare at problems. So, I, I, you know, for me, the liquidity thing, and that's why we're in seed and pre-seed. Like, we don't let Tiger and everybody spray and pray. But what we're going to do is, it's pretty insulated right now. The seed's a little bumped up. But what we know is that we're seeing more deal flow from the best talent than we've ever seen. All the engineers that were sitting there that had exits in New York, I mean, my, I'm in, we're New Yorkers, right? Like, at the end of the day, you don't ever bet against New York. You have the best talent in the city that have been literally bolted in, staring at massive, whether it's education, whether you see climate issues, whether you see you know, access to financial capabilities. Um, I, I think that we're going to see, take valuation. I, I think you're going to actually see a tech explosion like no one's ever seen before, and it's happening right now. I, mean, I can't even imagine what's in every one of our inboxes from a deal flow perspective. And you notice how he's trying to steal my point with nuances when he already had a chance, right? He's trying to steal my point. Just I remember all that came from me. We had two minutes. I got my point out. He's trying to add nuances. We're still having a hall on the panel. Hey, 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 hey,
save the best for last year, right? So uh, I had a little uh, post on LinkedIn that, uh, on LinkedIn and Twitter that, and Insta that blew up a couple weeks ago when uh, Zuck announced Meta. I said, this is my life's work, Meta, which is my last name. <laughs> Finally, the whole world caught up to me. Dad joke. Uh, nice. Dad joke. Dad joke, exactly. No, dad joke. Uh, yes. So dad a, co joke. a couple comments. Yes, New York is incredibly... Uh, right now accelerating uh, within uh, tech, Web3, FinTech, health tech, everything. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Yes, we're the begin I think we're still at the beginning of this bull market. Uh, I think we're first or second inning. Uh, Venture-backed companies uh, represent less than 1%, uh, believe it or not, of the entire economy. These companies are not disrupting incumbents, they're replacing them, right? 20 years ago, the number one uh, stock by a company by market cap was General Electric. Right now it's Apple. These things are moving so quickly. Um, back to the metaverse. It's not going to be owned by Facebook. It's not going to be owned by Google. It's not going to be owned by Apple. It's going to be owned by all the developers. Uh, and by the way, I would argue, uh, to Jenny's point about when we will become virtual, I would argue most people are already living in the metaverse right now. The metaverse is not just a headset. Uh, it is the percentage of time you spend uh, in digital relationships. All right, there was a great Twitter thread, you guys probably saw it last week, that argues this from a philosophical standpoint, that once you are above 50%, which by the way, most of us probably are, certainly during the pandemic, interacting with people uh, digitally and not IRL, it could be argued we're already in the metaverse, right? This is IRL, this is amazing, this feels incredible, uh, but fast forward, I don't think it's 10 years, I don't, you don't need a headset either, because by the way, our kids, I know my kids, Roblox, Minecraft, this, my six-year-old's in the metaverse, right? And a lot of us in this room are. So Meta's here, Meta is here. <laughs> Vote for Meta, let's do this. Polls are open. Uh, I, polls are open. Polls was are anyone open. invited to the Gucci event in the metaverse? Because I wasn't. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm nice. Because you needed nice. a .eth domain. <laughs> and Still I'm like trying to rebel this. Gucci, not that I can afford it, but like, what the Mac, I heard we, it was awesome. Are we still a buy on Roblox right now at 90 something? I saw a jump. I'm, I'm, look, I'm a long time yeah. holder, yeah. so like I just buy and hold. Until our government gets its act together, those guys should be. I mean, in, in, in a world where our government had their act, like wasn't just chaos, Facebook, someone would buy them. Facebook yeah. should buy Roblox. They can't. They can't buy a car. The government, <laughs> government will come in and tell you, you can't drive a car. By the way, meta, the Zuck meta announcement was also a big distraction, right? Like yeah. we, yeah, all of a sudden we forgot yes. about. The whistleblower, right? Because like a week later, meta. Yeah, so totally. that was a beautiful, like Trumpian PR stunt, uh, for sure. We also, sorry, not me to talk about myself, but like, I just wanted to make sure everyone knows. <laughs> Did you guys realize how many times everyone's like, to Jenny's point, to Jenny's point, like I'm carrying everyone on my back. <laughs> <laughs> you got just broad shoulders. I haven't oh, said that yet. Nice. I, I haven't said it to Jimmy's point. So. You did once. Did I? It's on the film. Polls, are, on the film. polls are closing <laughs> soon. I, I feel like we to Jenny's point, she did not. She does not have any S domain. Just not gonna let that one go. Someone's trying. I'm done now. I'm done. Crap. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, look at that. Nahal winning another round. Nahal, you never won. Wow. 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 Thank you. Unbelievable. Tokens for everybody. Well, he's in the finals. Unbelievable. So who, who, who's number two? Who's number two? This is Matt. my favorite part, cutting somebody right now. I've never I mean, not made the finals, so I'm going to feel some type of way. Uh, I don't, wow. I, it looks like Max. Uh, I didn't even see that. Is that. Can you hold that up again? It's very. 
he writes very small, and he drops it. <laughs> well, I can't see that far. I, I have great eyes, but we're cutting some people right now. Nahal and Jenny in the finals. You guys can stick around. What's up, Bestie? You guys can stick around. What's up, Bestie? Listen, you guys can stick around. Y'all do realize it's the first time I've not made it to the finals. Y'all really didn't That's true. That's true. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. If you want to turn and just like face them, because we're gonna we're gonna I'm, harass I'm just gonna them. Go walk over there and get myself some water. Yeah, no, you, right, go get bad. your water. Come back. This is like, uh, we want you back. All right, let's jump into the finals. You guys can have the banter too. Your mics might be on. I don't know, but listen, finals. Jenny, the hall. Oh geez, original. Look at this, yeah, Avengers. I don't even know what the question is. Superpowers. I was gonna be here for Halloween. Superpowers. What top characteristics do you look in founders? when considering an investment. Uh, what's you know a top superpower of a founder when you're looking at their deck or you're, you're talking to them? Basically, what makes a good founder? What's their superpower? You wanna go? Yeah. You go. I'm you go. Ladies first. Okay. You sure? Yeah. Okay. You're gonna copy me? Uh, grit, resilience. If I meet a founder that has failed before, I get very excited. And I, I want to learn more because the second time around, you got muscle memory, you got scar tissue, you can see around corners subconsciously. So I look for a little bit of that failure and that chip on your shoulder, right? Like why is Elon Musk still building? He doesn't need to. He's a chip on his shoulder. He's got a lot of chips on his shoulder, right? And that is the ultimate uh, motivational pressure to create something great. And he's an alien. But, Jenny, go on. <laughs> to Nahal's point, I, just I used to work for him, LOL. Can you, can you imagine? I worked for him. He's been saying that since 2015. I think that I love a team of two or three. I love to see if they've had synergies in the past. Not saying they had to have worked together, but like, were you guys roommates? Is there anything that to indicate that you're not going to break up? Because like, manager team breaking up really sucks for everyone. And resilience, all that drive. But the number one after the team thing is really resourcefulness. Because, like, once, if they're relying on the VC so much to do a lot and the connections and all that, which is amazing because we are working for them, um, it's, it, it really has to be a two way street. So, resourcefulness and, and just being super scrappy. That's his girlfriend. Really, really important. All right, we're going to keep living with this thing because there's always going to be at the end. Free money's good. Free money's really good. It doesn't get much better than free money. Uh, in the SaaS world, uh, one of the best growth hacks we've seen is actually going deep with customer interviews. Interview 100 potential customers uh, and ask them what they want. Ask them what they need, what their pain points are. It's actually pretty simple. It just takes a little bit of time. You will find a common thread after 20 of them say the same thing. And then you go build it. And by the way, the best hack there is you already have 20 customers that are ready to pay for it because you built it for them. Uh, one of our best companies is a company called Attentive. 
here in New York. Uh, we led the seed there. Uh, the last round was at $8 billion. They basically uh, provide SMS workflow software for retailers, e-commerce. When you get those crazy text messages to buy something, it's usually powered by Attentive. Um, and that's exactly what they did. They asked 100 enterprise customers what they needed, and they needed a really elegant, robust SMS uh, workflow solution. And they're off to the races, um, soon to be a decacorn. Okay, all right, we got one last question. I haven't even told them this question. We kind of made it up on the fly, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, and I don't think we have a graphic, which I wish we did, but Vegas just recently released Whitney Houston's virtual holographic concert, right? Pretty nice, I'd like to go, right? It's pretty good. So the question is, for your holiday party that's coming up for all your portfolio companies and your fund, and all of us that you're gonna invite, potentially, who would you have as your holographic guest to perform or speak or whatever it is? It's got a little bit of dead or alive, dead or alive type question. So who's your uh, holographic person? It won't be Travis Scott. Um, ooh, that was super sensitive, sorry. Um, Too soon. No, Too soon. Like, it won't, it wasn't, no, it wasn't a joke. I'm saying it won't be Travis Scott. Um, who puts on a dope show? And all you're allowed to talk over I'm and jump in this air. Let me just tell you, Whitney Houston is like my number one person. So you, you're going to bring her in, yeah. She is. I thought Kim K was. Oh, yeah, Kim, but she doesn't sing. Yeah. She performs all the time. Whitney is just my girl. Nadal? Is you going Kim K or Whitney Houston going to copy her? Yeah, no, I feel, I feel Whitney for sure, but uh, I grew up on Nirvana. I grew up on Kurt Cobain when I was in high school. And um, I think I was, I was to bring somebody back, a little It Smells Like Teen Spirit. Uh, for sure. Okay, Nirvana. I like that. Okay. Polls are open. Who's going to win there? Who's going to win the belt? First live in person thing? This is now, it's like the drama has started. The Travis Scott thing was too early. It was too soon. I know, but even mentioning it. Sorry. Polls are open. 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 You think you know it's still We're going to have drinks afterwards at Pig huh? and Whistle, by the way, if you guys want to go down there. It's 48th Street, right through Cro uh, Rock Center. So if you guys want to hang, There's have drinks. Problem we, with the Coinbase account. Um, to submit a ticket. We'll leave this open. Yeah, because it should happen instantaneously. How can uh, people send some decks to you guys? How can they reach out to you? So you got some uh, we're very decks? active on Twitter. Actually, Jenny, what, when we were working together, she was not active on Twitter at all. Uh, now, now she is. Today you were. Um, and because so oh, you're tweeting every fucking second. Um, so uh, anyway, you can find us on Twitter. That's the best thing, you know, to respond to engage with us. Um, I pretty much respond to every DM that I get uh, eventually. But right. I think it's it's great because anybody can can ping anybody on Twitter. Uh, polls have closed in the hall. You are a winner. Everybody. Yeah. Unbelievable. Kick the chair over. Unbelievable. This is, first. This is uh, listen, you have the stage, Nahal. Yes! <laughs> Nahal, you have the stage. Jenny, if I had a broom right now. Oh, <laughs> this is pink. Dude, it's because I said the TS thing. Yeah, what? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. What do I do? You, you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Where's the after party? State of the market, New York City Tech. I don't know, whatever you want to talk about. Give us a pump up speech. Do, do you, dude. Oh, man. Well, first of all, who, who in the room is an entrepreneur? Awesome. Um, just keep going. You know, it's a long, it's a long journey. When I first started uh, in, in, uh, as an as a entrepreneur and then in venture, I didn't realize the best companies take 
like 10 years, 11 years, 12 years, and even longer. People are like, oh, I'm not going to be an entrepreneur anymore. But, but that's it. You know, it's all about timing um, and persistence. Um, and, you know, all of a sudden Zuck announces, announces Meta and everybody that's building in, in like the 3D world uh, has a new lease on life. So you, you never know um, when the market's going to come at you. But um, the other thing I realize also in venture is just be very um, generous with your time. Um, last week was uh, NFT NYC in New York. I don't know if people were out. It felt like South by in 2008, 2009. And out, you know, I'm like a kid in the candy store when they have these parties. And I was running around. And um, actually, uh, two folks came up to me in the middle of the night at Marquee. Yes, I was at Marquee. Dead Mouse is spinning. Um, and I didn't recognize them. It happened like about 30 minutes away from each other. And one guy came up to me and said, um, you know, you don't remember me, but 11 years ago, when you were building your startup, I reached out to you. And uh, you took a meeting for 30 minutes. And I remember I came up to your office. And I saw these like 50 people that you had. I saw your dog, uh, and I was inspired. And by the way, then I, I, was, I was nobody. I was nothing. I was just starting out. And that made such an indelible impression on me that now, uh, when people reach out to me, I always make time for them. And I got a dog. Um, <laughs> I looked him up on uh, Twitter, and this guy's like one of the top you know, crypto entrepreneurs out there. Um, I looked up his wallet, because you can do that too. He's got like 400 million in Ethereum. He started investing that 10 years ago, right? And this total random uh, guy, came, he came up to me in the club and said that, you know? And so anyway, you never know. Always give people the time of day. Uh, always take that meeting. Um, and always pay it forward without an ulterior motive. And I think that's what I really learned in venture um, uh, as a superpower. Um, and it can be exhausting, but it's always worth it. Because life is long, and you never know you know, who, folks you meet that you might help out or might just show them your dog in your office, um, what will happen, you know, in 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. So that's it. That's my speech. All right. By the way, I want to give a shout out to, to Charlie, to Tyler, to Nadal, to the primetime crew. These guys also, from a generosity standpoint, just keep on giving it back to the community. You started this in the pandemic and, uh, and you really like kept a lot of us together and excited. You know, and now, now, we're, now we're flipping this over to IRL. All right. So uh, We're trying to do this every this month guy, now. This guy dresses. Charlie's, Charlie's Taylor, 46th Street. <laughs> Shout out to them. Drop my name. It'll work, all right? Uh, appreciate this. Listen, we're going to try to do this in Brooklyn, I think, on, in December at one of the, the Rudin buildings. Tishman, again, thank you so much. Tishman Spire for hosting this. It's amazing. Uh, pig and Whistle, grab some pizza before we leave. We're, uh, we're closing out at 8 o'clock, so we've got 10, 15 minutes. Let's, let's have some drinks, you know? Let's have some fun. All right, thank you, guys. Oh, that's a good point. Dude, what is the front? Okay, very good. Huh? That was dope. That was awesome. Jenny. Oh, she's so close,
idea. Uh, I, I have somewhat of an idea, but I'm more, mostly asking it because I want to learn about it. And I think a lot of other people want to learn about it. It's obviously changing the game, and everybody's talking about who's smarter than me. So, uh, I understand NFTs, crypto, Dogecoin, Shino Ebas, and stuff like that, I guess is part of it. Uh, we're going to start off with Nahal. Uh, you seem very emphatic about it, and you have Nahal.ether and all this other good stuff. Give, give, us, give us your best definition. Let's talk about it, why it's going to change the game, why it's so special. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, blockchain's been around for a little while, but now there's real momentum, uh, real developers building on the decentralized internet. So I'd say the best summary of Web3 is uh, Web2 is when kind of incentives create you and your actions. Um, Web3 is when you actually create the incentives. And so everybody is part of the same collective organization and they share in the upside of that organization, right? The best example, the easiest, most tangible example, raise your hand if you own Bitcoin or Ethereum or any crypto, right? A bunch of folks. As more people buy it, obviously the value goes up, right? That is the, a fundamental kind of, uh, you know, position of, of Web3. Yesterday you might have gotten airdropped. I know Jenny didn't, but you, it, people, people that were on top of the .eth uh, domain might have gotten airdropped um, some tokens, and that's because they created a DAO, which essentially meant that they gave people who got the, uh, their ETH domain early more influence, and then they gave tokens to folks pro rata on influence. Um, so it's, it's, it's an incredible new concept. We're still trying to figure out what that means. But uh, as an investor, we think there's going to be a Google Web3, a Facebook Web3, a Twitter Web3, an Amazon Web3, that there's a whole other cohort of massive companies that are built on the decentralized internet. That's why we're, we're excited about it. Mac. What, he's missing anything? Uh... No, he's not missing anything, but really when you think about Web 3.0 or any of these concepts or any like your favorite companies you think today, you can think of them on a life cycle of somebody going into middle school and then coming out of high school, right? So every seven years, we see this cycle of there's going to be a new massive social media, dating, whatever. And so for Web 3.0, we're just at that inflection point now, but it's all being powered by crypto and by the power of people, right? That is why... You know, I'll shout out a company in our portfolio. Uh, used to be called Scholar Me, now it's going to be transitioning their name to Path, which used to be a platform to help students to plan and pay for college. They are now looking to be the largest neo bank for Gen Z consumers, and they're offering um, their constituents uh, a credit card that's powered by a stable coin. And so, as you use it, instead of getting points, you get tokens. But those tokens equal to value in the company. Imagine every time you swipe your credit card, you got stock in that company. That's essentially what they're building, right? And that goes to when the hall was talking about the collective is now, is now getting some of the uh, incentives to us. And so that's really what we're seeing in Web 3.0. And I'm really excited for not just Web 3.0, but what is all the infrastructure going to be to support it? And what does it look like? What comes after Web 3.0? What's Web 4.0 look like? Jenny, what do you there think? There actually is a company where you get stock called Stock Perks, and you like get shares of So it exists. Yeah. Okay. So basically, um, data. So we're decentralizing data, and we're getting our privacy back. And what does that mean? And why is it exciting? Is because we're going to now own our own content, and we're going to own our own websites, and no one can really force us to take stuff down. The problem, and where it gets a little bit tricky, is censorship. So illegal posts, like hate, hate speech, stuff like that. It's like no central person can just like just take that off the internet or take it off blockchain, or whatever. But there's going to be a lot more anonymity. So think about being on Amazon, wearing your MetaMask, and checking out using Ethereum, or like liking Nahal's post from like a hidden wallet. 
So it's like, it's really weird. It's like a weird, different area of life. DAOs, um, Nahal mentioned it, but just to like, just to clarify, it's basically instead of having CEOs and C-suite execs uh, make decisions about structural changes of a company and like voting on a company, you're going to have members of a DAO voting on structural changes based on the number of tokens they have. So there's so many moving pieces and a lot happening, not at all at the same time, but it's going to be exciting to watch. Sounds good. You guys are good. This is, this is very informative. I'm getting this. Uh, Josh? So <laughs> we've been on platforms, right? Like our, our careers have been built on platforms. Google, Apple, Facebook, uh, that's our team. Um, there's going to be a lot of people making money. Web 3.0 right now smells like an unfettered amount of liquidity married up with a generation of people who have seen the greatest bull market in the history of time. So there's going to be a roller coaster. There are people going to lose their shirt. There are going to be people that are killing it. But our belief is that we're going to invest in platforms like that, that app that we invested in. Um, for us, you know, we're, we want to see it really grow. Um, you know, you bring up a great point. I, to be candid, everyone, you know, I, I come from Facebook. It's like black licorice. Some people love it. Some people hate it. But what they do know is that there's a throat to choke when something gets broken. In the decentralized world, the thing that we learned at Facebook very early on was it's all good until society starts using it improperly. Uh -huh. So, you know, it all looks cute now. But I can promise you it is going to get really ugly. And the thing that we say is, like, you know, how do you protect the user? How do you protect the investor? And how do you protect the platform? Um, that's going to require a lot of stuff that doesn't exist today. So we're really kind of looking at it patiently um, and focusing candidly in other areas while everyone's running around throwing the, all their interest into an area that we think there's going to be one or two platforms that really rise up over time. But for now, it's, it's you know, I mean, I have a 17-year-old who's up 380%. He doesn't even know what that means. Right, so that just basically, you know, tomorrow's movie night is the big short for the family. So everyone's got to see what happens when the, when the walls come crumbling down. So just kind of, I would just say for everybody, as you do this, think about kind of like th this party will end. Just make sure you're, you're getting off at the right time. Okay. Take it for the guy from Meta to be the Debbie Downer. <laughs> Meta's the place you're going to be able to hang your NFTs. Don't hate. O open up the polls. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. But the polls are open. Uh, I mean, how long are we talking about this? Is like, I mean, you're telling me it's now, but when am I going to actually feel it and, and, and like see it? You know. I actually posted on Twitter today, picks and shovels of peeps developing like DAOs. There's so many different. Just, like, there's so much different shit. Like, okay, think about this. Imagine if you, if you were on, imagine a cap table and you get tokens based on how much of a value add of a VC you are to a founder. Like, everyone, every VC is helpful and adds value, but, like, if you actually had to work for it and show yeah, tokens, I'd, I'd like, monetize that shit out be, of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be whack. Uh, it feels like 95, 96 of the internet, you know? Mm -hmm. Or like 2000, 2001 and mobile. It's like a wild, wild west right now, but there's some big, some big shit happening. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, I made my first hundred grand on pop unders, which was like the only we knew yeah. that, right? I mean, like yeah. this is, I, I'll just say like there is chaos, and in chaos, people will be capitalists, um, and I just, you know, the, the, it is going to be the next web, the next mobile, the next social, but like you know, on behalf of the person that was a capitalist back then and bought my, my girlfriend a house and a ring with it. Like it, it's, you know, there's just, you got to have patience and you have to have endurance and you better be prepared to lose a lot. Yeah, the, the good news is it's all liquid, you know, uh, for the most part right now. I mean, 
that airdrop yesterday it seemed like a scam, but folks you, can you convert it. Do you guys hear about the airdrop? Because Fo folks can convert it to cash right away. So if you if you got your if you got your I'm doing it to rub, rub it in because she doesn't have one yet. Yeah. The ENS domain you can get your own name ETH. So what's that I'm, website though? Give like uh, just Google like ENS domains um, and basically um, think of it as a decentralized GoDaddy. And so this is your unique Web3 address. And in Web3, your address basically is your wallet. Uh, and instead of a crazy hexanumerical 16-digit code, I'm Nahal.eth. So everybody send me some Bitcoin. My address is Nahal.eth. Um, and so anyway, anybody who got this domain yesterday magically got these tokens. And um, I was on the... Uh, I was on the phone with, sorry, Jenny. All right, sorry. Um, you, didn't, didn't you make money yesterday? Or? Uh, yeah. Because I don't, I don't think anyone heard about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Humble brag. Humble. No, I was, on, I was on a Zoom with uh, like a very well-respected investor on, on Tuesday night who didn't know about it. He logged in, and he had bought like 10 of these domains for 10 years. And uh, as he was doing this, he's a very Web2 investor. We played like the Curb Your Enthusiasm music because he was like trying to figure out like his pass key and this and that. And then uh, he shared his screen and he turned out like 100 grand was in his wallet, just airdrop, just like, just like that. So anyway, it's crazy. For ENS, there's two trillion of treasury basically in this, uh, in this DAO. And they just literally distributed less than half of it to all the users. And it's this real money. I mean, it's crazy. Well, Nahal was saying that he bought Jenny.eth already, so he's going to sell it back to her. So that, that's interesting. Nahal won the round. Nahal won wow. the round. So that's a big round. Nice. Mac and Nahal, we're all doing this off percentage, too. So you, you still have some points on the table. So you, you guys are fighting right there, OK? Uh, let's go into predictions. Cue the video. Look at that. Look at this prediction over here. I don't know what that is. Uh, what investment sectors will surprise us in 2022? Uh, feel free to shout out any companies in that sector that, you're look that we should all look out for. But, you know, w what is 2022 going to look like and what uh, investment sectors are there? Mac. Grocery delivery. Grocery delivery. Uh, fastest growing company in our portfolio is a company by the name of Buffalo Market. They've raised money three times this year. We'll probably raise a fourth. They have booked over $100 million in GMV for next year and they're just trying to keep up with it. Why? All they do is they create a network of delivery trucks. So a lot of these small brands deliver their own products to grocery stores. Gives a little bit more love and care. Get to see the shelf space. Well, they're creating a network of those so that all these brands can work together to get better delivery, better care. And then they're also partnering with another uh, company in our portfolio called Para, which helps gig drivers better manage all the different uh, gig work that they do. Well, they added in a piece called Work. So now one of those gig drivers can drive by a grocery store and take a picture of the shelf to be able to show what the inventory is in real time, something that these folks have never had access to. And just for context, grocery, uh, the grocery market in California alone is an $86 billion market. I like those numbers. Good numbers. Good numbers. GoPuff did pretty well. Uh, Josh. I was just about to say, I hope GoPuff buys all that from you. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen, while everyone's focusing on that, we're in low-code, no-code space, right? The, the, that's a big play for us. We just uh, had a deal with uh, Play. They took some money from first round. I think it was like $9 million. Then we had uh, Matic took 10 from Andreessen that we helped incubate. Um, look, the, the low-code space, I mean, I just remember a day back when you were in the womb where people were making code for apps. I mean, it's just like this wasted energy. No engineer wants to do it. It doesn't scale. Everybody needs it. The idea that you have to make an app from scratch is kind of like, mind-blowing that it still exists and it's cross-platform 
So we're, we're really investing a lot in that as more in the channel of future work because we just believe that people don't have time for that. And, and it just it's, it scales to the hundreds of millions of customers uh, over, almost overnight. So we're seeing that with Play, we're seeing that with Matic, um, and we have a couple others that are, are in uh, stealth mode, but we're very bullish on the future work side of that with the low code space. Pitch pages, we should talk to Tyler. I know Tyler over there is in that. Uh, who, who's next? We got uh, Nahal, let's go over Nahal. Crystal Ball, what do you got? 2022. Yeah, I feel like uh, climate tech is just on the verge. Uh, everybody's talking about it. Um, obviously, at the high level, you have companies like uh, you know Tesla, uh, Solar City, um, but there's a ton of innovation happening um, on the entry level with developers right now. So we have a company in our portfolio called Bedrock Ocean, and uh, actually, what they do is they're they're trying to map the entire ocean floor. So we don't know actually what two thirds of this planet looks like. We can't even predict the weather, right? And actually a large part of why we can't predict the weather is because we don't know what the ocean looks like. Uh, and so this company is, is using a combination of third party data, which is like geo data that's unstructured, not normalized, and their own first party data. They're basically building like SpaceX like torpedoes mm -hmm. that they shoot into the ocean to measure pH, to measure temperature, to look at wildlife. And their vision is to literally map the entire ocean. Once we understand the ocean, we can understand a lot more about our planet and how to save it. Um, and so that's the fundamental mission. And by the way, it's actually a good business as well because oil companies and other companies that work uh, in the oceans need this data to figure out you know, what's wrong with their pipeline or, or, or you know, where to go next. And so that's how we're subsidizing uh, the growth. That company is called Bedrock Ocean. That's where the aliens are hanging out, too, I hear. It's, it's, There's aliens there, too. Yep, so we'll find that. Jenny, what do you think in That was a deal that Nahal didn't share with me, and I was really nice. Are you sure? Yeah. Sorry. You he gave me, out. like, the shitty version for the sky, or, like, whatever. <laughs> that one was called SpaceX. That's not true. Okay, I'm going to go with one that's way more exciting, because these are all boring, although the climate one, I agree. Low code, I agree. Grocery store? I don't know. That's the uh, point. <laughs> I'm just trying I don't to want like, people to agree. Like, I like being the contrary. I don't want to say the same thing they're all saying. You gotta win around that. Okay, your, guys, I'm ready to win my round. Psychedelics, ready yeah, for this. I agree. I agree. Okay, 2022. Well, here's the thing. Psychedelics. Think about the cannabis industry. Like they were printing. Think about those first movers in LeafLink and Ease. They were printing money with CRM and dispensaries and marketplaces. This is the exact same playbook, but for psychedelics. And now all these drugs are being legalized and clinical trials are being approved. And all of this data is showing that like ketamine and psilocybin, they are way more effective in treating uh, anxiety and depression than anything else out there. And then if you think about the market size, it's like, raise your hand if you're not Ms. miserable. See, everyone's miserable. That's why the market size is enormous. Everyone could benefit from some psychedelics. So winning over the crowd here, so, you know? So <laughs> sorry we didn't have booze so, here, you know? So I'm sorry, like, we're gonna get booze later. Three psychedelics on the way out. So listen, guys. Goodie bags. I have the dopest portfolio company that like, I can't, I don't think I can say, but they just raised from the top, top one best investors on the planet and you're gonna hear about it for sure, but it's basically like try some ketamine, and if you haven't heard about it, <laughs> I will, you will definitely hear about it as soon as it's announced, and I'll post all over, so. 
We now know where she gets all her energy round, from. Open, open the rounds. Open the round. Where can we get ketamine? Do you have a guy or a girl? You know, there's gonna be it's gonna be direct to consumer ketamine. I'm telling you, it is 2022. Microdosing, yes. Josh, I, I just you got a ketamine guy. In the spirit of winning the round, the three companies that you named all had massive down rounds or got sold on penny stocks in Canada. So, just as it relates Ooh. to making the money. Okay, I'm just saying the trend of good trend. It's a good the trend. white space in Josh wants to make money. Oh, I mean, I'm, I get paid to make money. And, I mean, I, and I, win I, around. Right, so I can buy ketamine if I need it, but I'm just saying I'm in the business of making money, <laughs> and those businesses are going to find companies they can't. Uh, Oregon or the internet, that's, or my 17-year-old who's got a stockpile in his closet. I don't know, that's free, I already paid the rent, so. After party, after party. You know, Same place we it, got it, it in the it's, 90s. It's called Special K before now, it's called like, yeah, I got some ketamine, ketamine before the meeting type of thing. See, there we go. You got anything else besides grocery stores back? I mean, it seems like they all didn't like the grocery store thing. That's the I whole love point. grocery stores. I like it. Yeah. Delivery. I like finding stuff that other people overlook. That's why we do Rare Breed, right? You're a Rare Breed, yes, absolutely. It's, uh, the founder happens to be a Polish immigrant. Okay. It's amazing. It's different. It's different. Do we, uh, do we close this out, Tyler? Um, Jenny with the ketamine wow. party. There we go. Jenny needed to win that wow. round. Wow. She knew her crowd. That's what that was. I worked really hard for that one. Thank 100% of the vote with the ketamine, right? Let's try that out. All right. All right. That was a fun round. All right. Let's move into the last question. Uh, Last question, and uh, again, this is going to be on percentages, so if there's a, a, some sort of push here, Tyler's going to give us uh, what, who's, who's in the lead by the percentages. Uh, let's start up uh, big news. Big news. Josh, have you heard? Facebook heard. is changing its name to Meta. Changed my LinkedIn and everything. Yes. Magically. The biggest, is this the biggest news of the year? Uh, and if it's not, what is? Uh, so let's start off with you, Josh. This obviously seems like you know that guy probably. He's a good so, guy. Uh, look, at the end of the day, uh, the first two years of my experience at Facebook, the best engineers in the world would come down with crazy ideas, and I was like, that's nuts. On the second year, I was like, they're the most brilliant people I ever met. So I, I changed my tune to always bet on Zuck's engines, like always. I woke up one day, and there was a thing called feed. Now every product in the world has beaten it. I woke up the next day and they told us we couldn't do mobile because the next platform bet was mobile, right? So like the way I look at Meta, AR and VR is a thing. It's a real thing, it's not going away. On the other end, you got Roblox, you got Minecraft, which is a younger audience. They're gonna meet in the middle. Someone needs to make like a platform for the chaos. This is what we saw back in the day with mobile. What you saw were people making crappy apps with a crappy user experience. If you can build a great platform, all the magic happens. Users can be using the products well. Engineers can code with confidence. And if they only had 3.5 billion people, they could run at the platform. It seems like that may be a healthy running start. Jenny, do you agree? Is this the biggest news of the year? Or I mean, yeah, it's major. So here's the thing. It's not super exciting to talk about the virtual world when we've been sitting in front of computers for two years. But also, I've tried those Zoom 2.0. Like, have you guys tried them, the betas, where you like you have a little avatar and it's not that exciting. The novelty wears off pretty fast, at least for the web 2.0, and you have to really interact with the screen, which isn't that much fun. I think that the announcement, Facebook Meta, it was definitely heightened awareness about the metaverse and was super exciting, but you have to realize like we're, over, we're more than a decade away from living in a full-fledged virtual world. The, there's a ton of time and cost that's gonna go into latency and slow internet, so just chill. 
But if Roblox and gaming and the explosion of all that is any indication of like what the metaverse is going to look like in other aspects of our lives, then like, of course I'm all in. I'm not going to go against up. You brought up Roblox. My man Max is a big Roblox guy. Yeah. From the start, right? From the IPO. He's I'm pushing that on our show. So that was pretty good. I think we started at 60 and now it's at 90. Yeah. What, I mean, what do you think? What do you think is the, the biggest news of the year? So I think the biggest news of the year goes back to something Josh was mentioning earlier about this crazy bull market we're in. So we're all here because we care about VC and we all care about dollars. Last year, I believe there was 160 unicorns. By the end of Q1, there was 158 already this year. If you want to talk about large rounds, these are rounds of 100 million plus. There was 166 billion put towards large rounds all of last year. By the end of Q3, we were up to 248 billion. Right? There's far more money and liquidity in the market, which means there's more funds, which means there's more funds going to companies, which means companies are raising money a lot faster, which also means that the innovation curve is happening quicker. So I do agree with Jenny that the metaverse is going to take time, but as the, in, in the direction the bull market is moving, we're going to see some really interesting things pop up a lot faster. But we also know from, if you look at the way the market moved in 99, going into 2000, it could be a little something on the other side of that. So are we in for a roller coaster? Who knows? We've been in a bull market for almost 15 years, right? right. And that is a great thing. It's a great thing for all of us, which means all the numbers for Rare Breeze portfolios looking great. TVPI at 1.72 in, in less than nine months. I will take the pat on the back for that. But everybody else is doing really well as, as well. So let's ride the wave. Let's make some crazy shit happen. And when the bottom falls out, make sure you're holding on for dear life. Yes, make, the, make everybody here a unicorn. I, I agree. I mean, the one thing I would say about the time zone, like the time window on that is 2001, 2008, the greatest tech innovation came out of crisis. Uh -huh. We just had the last 18 months with the best engineers in the world bolted in their homes with nothing to do but code and stare at problems. So, I, I, you know, for me, the liquidity thing, and that's why we're in seed and pre-seed. Like, we don't let Tiger and everybody spray and pray. But what we're going to do is, it's pretty insulated right now. The seed's a little bumped up. But what we know is that we're seeing more deal flow from the best talent than we've ever seen. All the engineers that were sitting there that had exits in New York. I mean, my, I'm in, we're New Yorkers, right? Like, at the end of the day, you don't ever bet against New York. You have the best talent in the city that have been literally bolted in, staring at massive, whether it's education, whether you see climate issues, whether you see you know, access to financial capabilities. Um, I, I think that we're gonna see, take valuation, I, I think you're gonna actually see a tech explosion like no one's ever seen before, and it's happening right now. I, mean, I can't even imagine what's in every one of our inboxes from a deal flow perspective. And you notice how he's trying to steal my point with nuances when he already had a chance, right? He's trying to steal my point. Just <laughs> remember, all that came from me. We had two minutes. I got my point out. He's trying to add nuances. We still have the hall on the Save the best for last year, right? So uh, I had a little uh, post on LinkedIn, that, uh, on LinkedIn and Twitter that, and Insta that blew up a couple weeks ago when uh, Zuck announced Meta. I said, this is my life's work, Meta which is my right. last name. <laughs> Finally, the whole world caught up to me. Dad joke. Uh, nice. Dad joke. Yes. Dad joke, exactly. Yeah, dad joke. Uh, yes. So dad a, joke. a couple comments. Yes, New York is incredibly uh, right now accelerating uh, within uh, tech, Web3, FinTech, health tech, everything. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Yes, we're the begin I think we're still at the beginning of this bull market. Uh, I think we're first or second inning. Uh, Venture-backed companies uh, represent less than 1%, uh, believe it or not, of the entire economy, these companies are not disrupting incumbents, they're replacing them, right? 20 years ago, 
the number one uh, stock by a company by market cap was General Electric, right? Now it's Apple. These things are moving so quickly um, back to the metaverse. It's not going to be owned by Facebook. It's not going to be owned by Google. It's not going to be owned by Apple. It's going to be owned by all the developers. Uh, and by the way, I would argue, uh, to Jenny's point about when we will become virtual, I would argue most people are already living in the metaverse right now. The metaverse is not just a headset. Uh, it is the percentage of time you spend uh, in digital relationships. All right, there was a great Twitter thread, you guys probably saw it last week, that argues this from a philosophical standpoint, that once you are above 50%, which by the way, most of us probably are, certainly during the pandemic, interacting with people uh, digitally and not IRL, it could be argued we're already in the metaverse, right? This is IRL, this is amazing, this feels incredible. Uh, but fast forward, I don't think it's 10 years, I don't, you don't need a headset either. Because by the way, our kids, I know my kids, Roblox, Minecraft, this, my six-year-old's in the metaverse. Right? And a lot of us in this room are. So Meta's here. Meta is here. <laughs> Vote for Meta. Let's do this. Polls are open. Uh, I, polls are say, open. Polls was are anyone open. invited to the Gucci event in the metaverse? Because I wasn't. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm nice. just Because you needed nice. a .eth domain. Was, <laughs> 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 and Still I'm like trying to rebel Gucci. I'm not that I can afford it, but like, Mac, I we, heard it was awesome. Are we still a buy on Roblox right now, 90-something? I saw a jump I'm, I'm, Look, I'm a long-time yeah. holder, so like, I just buy I, and hold. So. I, I Until mean, our government gets its act together, those guys should be, I mean, in, in, in a world but, where our government had their act, like, wasn't just chaos, Facebook, someone would buy them. Facebook should buy Roblox. They can't. They can't buy a car. The government, <laughs> government will come in and tell you, you can't drive a car. By the way, meta, the Zuck meta announcement was also a big distraction, right? Like, yeah, we, yeah, all of a sudden, we forgot yes. about... The whistleblower, right? Because like a week later, Meta. Yeah, so totally. that was a beautiful, like Trumpian PR stunt, uh, for sure. We also, sorry, not me talk about myself, but like, I just wanted to make sure everyone knows. <laughs> Did you guys realize how many times everyone's like, to Jenny's point, to Jenny's point, like I'm carrying everyone on my back. <laughs> just you got just broad shoulders. I haven't said that yet. I, I haven't said it to Jenny's point. So. You did once. Did I? It's on the film. Polls are, on the film? Polls are closing <laughs> soon. I don't I think we have to any. Jenny's point, she did not. She does not have any S domain. <laughs> Just not gonna let that one go. Someone's trying. I'm done now. I'm done. Crap. I'm done. Yeah. I'm not uh, look at that. Nahal winning another round. Nahal, he never won. Wow. Wow. Yes. Wow. Thank you. Unbelievable. Token for everybody. Well, he's in the finals. So who, who, who's number two? Who's number two? This is Bad. my favorite part, cutting somebody right now. I've I never mean, not I'm made the finals, so I'm going to feel that. some type of way. Uh, I don't, wow. I, it looks like Max. Uh, I didn't even see that. Is that do, can you hold that up again? It's very. He writes very small, and he drops it. <laughs> well, I can't see that far. I, I have great eyes, but we're cutting some people right now. Nahal and Jenny in the finals. You guys can stick around. What's up, Bestie? You guys can stick around. What's up, Bestie? Listen, you guys can stick around. Y'all do realize the first time I've not made it to the finals. Y'all really That's true. That's true. That's true. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. If you want to turn and just like face them, because we're gonna we're gonna I'm harass them. I'm gonna walk over there and get myself some water. Yeah, no, you, right, go I'm get bad. your water. Come back. Is it like, uh, we want the you back here. And like, uh, uh, Mr. Miyagi. Uh, All right, let's jump into the finals. You guys can have the banter too. Your mics might be on. I don't know, but listen, finals. Jenny, the hall. OGs, original. Look at this, yeah, Avengers. I don't even know what the question is. Superpowers. I was gonna be here for Halloween. Superpowers. What top characteristics do you look in founders? when considering an investment. 
uh, what's you know a top superpower of a founder when you're looking at their deck or you're, you're talking to them. Basically, what makes a good founder? What's their superpower? You want to go? Yeah. You go. I'm you go. Ladies first. Okay. You sure? Yeah. Okay. You're gonna copy me? Uh, grit, resilience. If I meet a founder that has failed before, I get very excited. And I, I wanna learn more, because the second time around, you got muscle memory, you got scar tissue, you can see around corners subconsciously. So I look for a little bit of that failure and that chip on your shoulder, right? Like why is Elon Musk still building? He doesn't need to. He's a chip on his shoulder. He's got a lot of chips on his shoulder, right? And that is the ultimate uh, motivational pressure to create something great. And he's an alien. But, Jenny, go on. <laughs> to Nahal's point, I, just I used to work for him, LOL. Can you, can you imagine? I worked for him. He's been saying that since 2015. I think that founder, I love a team of two or three. I love to see if they've had synergies in the past. Not saying they had to have worked together, but like, were you guys roommates? Is there anything that can indicate that you're not going to break up? Because like, manager team breaking up really sucks for everyone and resilience, all that drive. But the number one after the team thing is really resourcefulness. Cause like once, if they're relying on the VC so much to do a lot and the connections and all that, which is amazing cause we are working for them. Um, it's, it really has to be a two way street. So resourcefulness and, and just being super scrappy. That's his girlfriend. Really, really important. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna keep going. Cause the voting Free money's good. Free money's really good. It doesn't get much better than free money. Uh, in the SaaS world, uh, one of the best growth hacks we've seen is actually going deep with customer interviews. Interview 100 potential customers uh, and ask them what they want. Ask them what they need, what their pain points are. It's actually pretty simple. It just takes a little bit of time. You will find a common thread after 20 of them say the same thing. And then you go build it. And by the way, the best hack there is you already have 20 customers that are ready to pay for it because you built it for them. Uh, one of our best companies is a company called Attentive here in New York. Uh, we led the seed there. Uh, the last round was at $8 billion. They basically uh, provide SMS workflow software for retailers, e-commerce. When you get those crazy text messages to buy something, it's usually powered by Attentive. Um, and that's exactly what they did. They asked 100 enterprise customers what they needed and they needed a really elegant, robust SMS uh, workflow solution, and they're off to the races, um, soon to be a decacorn. Okay, all right, we got one last question. I haven't even told them this question. We kind of made it up on the fly, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, and I don't think we have a graphic, which I wish we did, but Vegas just recently released Whitney Houston's virtual holographic concert, right? Pretty nice, I'd like to go, right? It's pretty good. So the question is, for your holiday party that's coming up for all your portfolio companies and your fund and all of us that you're going to invite, 
potentially, who would you have as your holographic guest to perform or speak or whatever it is? It's got a little bit of dead or alive, dead or alive type question. So who's your uh, holographic person? It won't be Travis Scott. Um, <laughs> ooh, that was super sensitive, sorry. Um, Too soon. Too was, soon. Like, it Very won't, it wasn't, no, it wasn't a joke. I'm saying it won't be Travis Scott. Um, it's on a dope show. That's all you're allowed to talk over I'm and jump in this air. Let me just tell you, Whitney Houston is like my number one person. So you, you're going to bring her in, yeah. She is. I thought Kim K was. Oh, yeah, Kim, but she doesn't sing. Yeah. She performs all the time. Whitney is just my girl. Nadal? Is you going Kim K or Whitney Houston your copier? Yeah, no, I feel I feel Whitney for sure. But uh, I grew up on Nirvana. I grew up on Kurt Cobain when I was in high school, and um, I think I was, I was to bring somebody back. Little it smells like Teen Spirit, uh, for sure. Okay, Nirvana. I like that. Okay, polls are open. Who's gonna win there? Who's gonna win the belt? First live in person thing. This is now. It's like the drama has started. The Travis Scott thing was too early. It was too soon. I know, but even mentioning it. Sorry. Polls are open. 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 You think you still We're going to have drinks afterwards at Pig and Whistle, by the way, if you guys want to go down there. It's 48th Street, right through Rock Center. So if you guys want to hang, have drinks. Come with the Coinbase account. I'm going to leave this open. Yeah, because it should happen instantaneously. How can people send some decks to you guys? How can I reach out to you? So you uh, we're very decks. active on Twitter. Actually, Jenny, what, when we were working together, she was not active on Twitter at all. Uh, now, now she is. Today you were. Um, and checking my shit so quickly. Oh, because you're tweeting every fucking second. Um, so uh, anyway, you can find us on Twitter. That's the best thing, you know, to respond to engage with us. Um, I pretty much respond to every DM that I get uh, eventually. But right. I think it's. It's great because anybody can, can ping anybody on Twitter. Uh, polls have closed. In the hall, you are a winner. Everybody, yeah. unbelievable. Kick the chair over. Unbelievable. This is, uh, listen, you have the stage, Nahal. Yes! <laughs> Nahal, you have the stage. Jenny, if I had a broom right now. Oh, <laughs> Dude, because I said the TS thing. Yeah, it was. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. What do I do? You, you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Where's the after party? State of the market, New York City Tech. I don't know. Whatever you want to talk about. Give us a pump-up speech. Do, do you, dude. Oh, man. Well, first of all, who, who in the room is an entrepreneur? Awesome. Um, just keep going. You know, it's a long, it's a long journey. When I first started uh, in, in, uh, as, a, as an entrepreneur and then in venture, I didn't realize the best companies take like 10 years, 11 years, 12 years, and even longer. People are like, oh, I'm not going to be an entrepreneur anymore. But, but that's it. You know, it's all about timing um, and persistence. Um, and, you know, all of a sudden Zuck announces, announces Meta and everybody that's building in, in like, the 3D world uh, has a new lease on life. So you, you never know um, when the market's going to come at you. But um, the other thing I realize also in venture is just be very um, generous with your time. Um, Last week was uh, NFT NYC in New York. I don't know if it, people were out. It felt like South by in 2008, 2009. And out, you know, I'm like a kid in the candy store when they have these parties. And I was running around. And um, actually, uh, two folks came up to me in the middle of the night at Marquee. Yes, I was at Marquee. Dead Mouse is spinning. Um, 
and I didn't recognize them. It happened like about 30 minutes away from each other. And one guy came up to me and said, um, you know, you don't remember me, but 11 years ago when you were building your startup, I reached out to you and uh, you took a meeting for 30 minutes. And I remember I came up to your office and I saw these like 50 people that you had. I saw your dog uh, and I was inspired. And by the way, then I, I, was, I was nobody. I was nothing. I was just starting out. And that made such an indelible impression on me that now, uh, when people reach out to me, I always make time for them. And I got a dog. Um, <laughs> I looked him up on uh, Twitter, and this guy's like one of the top you know, crypto entrepreneurs out there. Um, I looked up his wallet, because you can do that too. He's got like 400 million in Ethereum. He started investing that 10 years ago. Right? And this total random uh, guy, came, he came up to me in the club and said that. You know? And so anyway, you never know. Always give people the time of day. Uh, always take that meeting. Um, and always pay it forward without an ulterior motive. And I think that's what I really learned in venture um, uh, as a superpower. Um, and it can be exhausting, but it's always worth it. Because life is long, and you never know, you know who folks you meet that you might help out or might just show them your dog in your office. Um, what will happen you know, in 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. So that's it. That's my speech. All right. By the way, I want to give a shout out to, to Charlie, to Tyler, to Nadal, to the primetime crew. These guys also, from a generosity standpoint, just keep on giving it back to the community. You started this in the pandemic. And, uh, and you really like, kept a lot of us together and excited. You know, and now, you. Now, we're, now we're flipping this over to IRL. All right. so, uh, we're trying to do this every this month guy, now? This guy dresses. Charlie's, Charlie's Taylor, 46th Street. <laughs> Shout out to them. Drop my name. It'll work, all right? Uh, appreciate this. Hey, listen, we're going to try to do this in Brooklyn, I think, on, in December at one of the, the Rudin buildings. Tishman, again, thank you so much. Tishman Spire for hosting this. It's amazing. Uh, pig and Whistle, grab some pizza before we leave. We're, uh, we're closing out at 8 o'clock, so we've got 10, 15 minutes. And let's, let's have some drinks, you know? Let's have some fun. All right, thank you, guys. Oh, that's a good point. Dude, what is the front? Huh? That was dope. That's awesome. Jenny. Oh, she's so close. Cool.